and welcome to The Cut of Steel, episode 10. I'm your host, Cameron Schuster, and with me is... Brandon Moncada. And no one else. It's oh. just the two of us. It's just you to myself. <laughs> I got you for three minutes. Three minutes <laughs> of playtime. Play <laughs> yeah, this is... Um, you guys, this is going to be a different episode than the previous ones because we've been cha- uh, we decided to change the format to just everything revolving around DC, so not just the uh, live action movies from the DCU anymore. And uh, because of that, our lineup of people will probably change depending on each episode. So you'll see people go in and out, and potentially maybe some other new people. Who knows? But uh, for episode ten here, will be our first episode specifically on dc comics the uh comic books themselves and when it comes to that brandon and i are the kind of big dc readers in the group Uh, i don't think danny and james read uh much and uh blockstorf couldn't be on for this one so it'll just be you and i for this one. Oh yeah well the other thing too is i as much you know I, i i love talking shit about the major publishers right but um I do give DC a hard time with the movies, but I, I openly admit that I genuinely love the comics. So that's no secret. You know, I, I love the characters, obviously. So I am very critical of a lot of series and, you know, what's releasing just because I genuinely care deeply about the, this material, you know. Definitely. And we both kind of have to pick and choose at this point because we're not really just exclusive to DC I know you read a lot more Marvel than I do. I at least like tackle the X-Men. I jumped on uh, Dark Ages and Amazing Fantasy and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But uh, we both also have different books we read from like Image a lot, plus some stuff like, you know, Boom and what like other publishers and stuff. Um, DC, though, is probably my main group of books I'll usually get just because I'm already heavily, I've been invested since like 2009 uh in their comics even though they've done like how many reboots have they done like two uh in the time that i've read comics it was like new 52 and then like rebirth yeah i think the two major ones were those yeah but recently they've kind of changed their formula i would say in the last two years last year or two where they used to have a whole variety of characters you had comics revolving around like random teams like the secret six uh you would have hawkman you'd have like all these different titles of characters throughout different things there i think they were like at one point maybe three different justice league teams oh i think even more yeah and i mean they'd all have like a variety of different characters sometimes like (laughs) for some reason like i'll have batman or something but uh that kind of comes into it where now uh All the comics revolve around specifically Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. And it's not just them, like it's their kind of families. So they'll have comics revolving specifically with just Batman. And it has Batman in all the titles. And then you'll have uh, books with the Bat family. And at this point, I was looking at all the solicitations recently. And it's just kind of only that. It's like all these bat books and then a bunch of wonder books, super books. But otherwise, things where you'd get like maybe three different Green Lantern titles because there's actually like a good amount of lanterns. There's like one lantern book. There's one flash book. There's mm-hmm. not even an Aquaman book anymore. Uh, Harley Quinn, of course, has like one book in a miniseries, I think, because of the, the animated series. But like 
there's not many other solo and other team books if they don't involve the trinity yeah in some fashion yeah and like a a huge like you know almost like indicator that goes off is you know i i usually stick to batman books of course because you know like most of us i love batman and you know when you're staying within that realm you're gonna buy a lot of books that cross over and my budget for like dc books always skyrockets from just batman books alone like they're always the most expensive issues and there's always a huge abundance of all these crossovers and just characters that have their own series and i feel like that just tells you like how over uh how oversaturated their own market is with that one character yeah they it used to be where there'd be maybe one or two miniseries that are like limited and then you'd have two ongoing series and you're like cool that's all the batman stuff and you're good now like because it was easy for us right we used to get every single bat book because it was it wasn't that hard and now there's so many different books that even if you solo collected batman and no other comics you would be like shit this is kind of expensive like this actually costs too much. Yeah. And this is too many books. Again, they're, in the, a price, month. they're the priciest books too. Yeah, because uh, they just did the Infinite Frontier kind of soft, not reboot, but like, I guess, yeah, sort of like a soft reboot. And they raised all the prices of a lot of their books because they added the second features that they used to have to them. But way back before New 52, when they had second features, they were still $3.99. And now... They made all these books four ninety nine, and the way they've done it is they've been folding the less maybe less popular series into those as second features. Like um, you look at Bendis's Justice League, Justice League Dark is now a second feature in it. It's no longer a standalone book. Same with like um, the at a certain point, uh, who, who they've put in like Robin, Batgirls, all these other characters as backups in Batman, and even now are. <laughs> They made a Batman book that's kind of like a second features book called Urban Legends. And it's like all these random stories that they might get you in, which I think you didn't get it, right? You had uh, Chip Zdarsky doing a three-parter with Red Hood. Yeah, I didn't get it because I think Chip Zdarsky only did like a part of it. And it's just, I don't know. I As much as I love Chip, it's just, it was too much. An $8 book that's monthly. That's, yeah, it's like- that's a lot. Yeah, that's two issues of some other comic, you know, like, I don't know, it's just, it's so much. For a story, realistically, that's probably similar to a Batman story we've seen before. And now, like, uh, the James Tynion Batman book is still twice a month, and now it's four ninety nine. So you're basically paying $10 a month for just the mainline Batman book alone. And imagine you're getting Detective Comics that does the same exact thing. That's 20 bucks. If you throw in Batman Legends, that's or Urban Legends, that's 28 bucks. Before tax. For before yeah, before tax. <laughs> and if you want to get now, what's the new one? Uh I Am Batman. That yeah. By John like, Ridley. Um, yeah, that one's like four bucks. So like add that in. Luckily, that one's only monthly. <laughs> that's the only it's either the eight but eight dollar book or I am Batman that's like monthly, and that's it. Everything else is like they're just increasing the duration. And, uh, you know, you'd think that's it, uh, but, you know, they have all these other books, too. You get into the miniseries, and you've got Batman the Detective, Batman the Adventure Continues Season 2, which, uh, Season 2, you know, it's an animated series, so that's great. But they're they're really trying to 
capitalize on Batman ridiculously where they're like, oh, bring in all the avenues, bring in animated Batman, bring in Tim Burton Batman. Let's do Batman. Yeah, it's 89. like they don't even let you breathe. Uh, it's just like, hey, we heard you like Batman. So here's like seven different series. You want mature Batman with black label? Here's some of that too. Also, that one's like $8. Yeah. This is like a prestige format fat book. And you're His like, penis is in Shit. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not even lying. That That's the did, thing. That, that got us. That's how we bought it. We were like, oh, I heard his penis is in The book's okay. It's kind of whatever, but, you know, we got his dick. Perfect. Give me, <laughs> a, give me the book now. Yeah. And the crazy part is, like, there's so many good writers that have done Batman, and you're like, oh, I'll just wait till maybe they'll eventually do a run on the main book. And instead of doing that, they've been literally taking all the big talent and giving them all different miniseries. So then you're kind of like, well, crap, I, I don't want another Batman book and I don't need it. But now it's, oh, Tom Taylor's doing it or Jock's yeah. doing it or something. And you're like, oh, shit, now I feel and, more inclined or Jeff Lemire and Dustin yep. Meehan. And the thing is, too, is like, that's just the character in itself. Like, you're bringing up like the like the, the world of Batman or the collect, you know, the continuity within the Batman universe. So, you, you know, the Harley Quinn series, the Harley Quinn series based off the TV show, the Joker series, Nightwing. Uh, you mentioned the Robin and Batman series. You know, it's like there's actually a Robin ongoing title. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm missing. I mean, just a couple of months ago, you had White Knight, and then you had the White Knight sequel, and then you have the White Knight Harley Quinn spinoff. It's just like the worst part is I'm like I can't wait for the third well, one. Well, White Knight was really good. I'll be honest, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was like that one's um, exceptionally good. Yeah. So like it. To me, it got to a point kind of like Spider-Man or X-Men where it was just there's way too much tie-ins. There's way too many things going on. Like, it's I'm just done. I I read Batman and Batman and Catwoman and I leave it at that. Oh, right. I forgot yeah. about that one, too. <laughs> that's its own. That's its own whole can of worms, practically. But yeah, and it's it's crazy that they've been doing this. And what made me want to do this episode was I looked at the October solicitation and got worried because I'm like, oh, no, but wait, there's more. And I looked through October, December, November, and I know I said those months out of order, but they're adding, you know, a Batgirls book that's going to be ongoing as well. And there's a Robins miniseries, the Robin and Batman miniseries. There's going to be a Arkham City miniseries with Azrael, which actually hey, sounds kind of cool because I like Azrael. my birthday. Arkham uh, City. No, Batman the Imposter. Another one, yeah. Batman hey, the, the Imposter, Batman, doing uh, the variant. Shout out. We did an interview with oh, him shit. on the Paul City Comics podcast. Check that out. Check it out. He's uh, He did Spider-Man Reign and uh, Amazing Fantasy, that yeah. current Marvel book. That's two issues in? Yeah, exactly. The third, uh, yeah, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the uh, October solicitations right now, and you have the pe- uh, the Peacekeeper book. Um, Batman One Dark Knight with Jock, which that one was like, if I'm trying to cut down and then they go, Hey, Jock's doing a book. I'm like, well, fuck, I can't like, it's Jock. You can't I, say no to Jock. And it's, I, it's stuff I'm not like going to lie. I kind of, I want to read. I am Batman. Cause I thought John Ridley did a good job writing his series. So yeah, the first issue just can't, they did like an issue zero. And now the first issue and, um, at least Ridley's doing one month only like one book a month. So there's it's kind of nice. There's a Catwoman to, series by Cliff Chang. And then, Oh yeah, there's yeah, there's so they're doing black label for that. So now there's two Catwoman books, and then uh, Task Force Z, the undead Arkham inmates with Red Hood and stuff. Uh, DC versus Vampires, which you could see heavily shows Batman. Oh wow, I didn't see this, uh, this new Tom King book. 
Uh, human target with Greg Smallwood. Oh hell yeah, I'm reading this. Yeah, dude. You know who's <laughs> also in it? Batman. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then uh, freaking Dark Knights of Steel. The name itself is literally medieval Batman, which you know, Dark Knights of Steel sounds dope as hell. I'm probably getting it, but like it's all bat related. Even the Infinite Frontier, where they're like, oh, we're gonna show all the. Uh, multiverse stuff with the kind of grant morrison justice league team that he created with like president superman and the new book the new miniseries coming that's actually called like justice league incarnate you know who they added into the team uh, they added thomas wayne batman so now you have oh. a batman in there too so you got batman with your batman yeah so now you have all these different batman non-stop and that's just batman and of course that takes the brunt of it honestly when you look at all the solicitations that's i want to say like half if not like around a third to uh yeah a third to two thirds uh of the books itself is just the bat family or bat related uh where he's on the team at least too mm -hmm. uh then you got all the super books and the wonder books which they've been expanding on that as well like i look through and they're even like to the point where they're going you know they're doing comics based off just the cities like future state gotham arkham city and now there's going to be a, a freaking, like, not Metropolis, but um, a Krypton book. Oh, there's and, a there's an Aquaman book coming in October. Or yeah. Are you talking about the miniseries with Green Arrow? Uh, no, the other one, Aquaman the Becoming. Oh, yeah, that's about Aqualad. So, you, like, they're just small miniseries because they're also testing the waters with that, too. But... Oh, Batman versus Big B. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, there's Batman versus Big B. There's Batman and Scooby-Doo. Uh, uh, Batman Reptilian still going on. Yeah, Batman Reptilian. <laughs> Which actually uh, is a fantastic. Uh, oh, yo, Black Manta's getting his own series. Hell yeah! yeah. So they're they they're they stopped Aquaman. It's weird because that's the only league character that's not uh, currently getting a book. But they took the two, I guess, characters that they weren't selling good on Aquaman and Green Arrow, and they're going like, "Oh, here, here's a seven issue miniseries with them called like Deep Target, yeah. and it's going to be a, a a team up team up of like those two. But uh, otherwise, everyone else just has a solo book, and that's it. Flash, Lantern. Um, oh, Pennyworth. Even... He's getting a book, too. Yeah, there's a there's a book based on the Pennyworth TV show. Uh, so even Alfred's got a book. Yeah, same. Uh, so, you know, you see that oversaturation of Batman where they're heavily, heavily relying on him for their comic uh, lineup. Even, like, you see it in other things, too. You're seeing it, like, in the animation... You're seeing it in the movies. Like, we're getting free Batman in 2022, which is kind of insane. And, uh, you know, we still got the Batman game. He'll be in Suicide Squad, so he's in every single game, every single live-action movie, practically, unless it's, like, Black Adam, because uh, The Rock don't want to share. But, uh, yeah, it's him, Wonder Woman, and then Superman, and it takes up all of it. And I want to say, would you say, like, if you count Suicide Squad, Green Lantern, Harley Quinn, Deathstroke, The Flash, like that's kind of it. Frog goings that aren't. It's everything that's them. trending in the movies. That's all it literally is at this point. Yeah. And it was something we thought wouldn't happen before because DC was kind of doing the opposite of Marvel, where Marvel was doing heavily into the, uh, the movies tying in. And DC wasn't really, but also that might have been because DC wasn't really succeeding with the movies at the same time uh now you're seeing the complete opposite where you have like peacemaker and the suicide squad and like all this other stuff where they're kind of relying heavily on that kind of thing and like i said looking through october through december's 
solicitations. You're just seeing more output specifically on those three characters. Like there's a Wonder Woman. Uh, there's like two or three miniseries for her coming alone. There is a Nubia book. There is a Wonder Girl book. Uh, so there's like multiple ongoings for that now. At least with Superman, when they did a book for his son, like it's just the mainline Superman book at least. So they're not like making a third book for that one, but there's still, you know, there's all these other ones that are going on. And I guess I'm curious to like, I'm curious to know how long will this trend last? Like how long can they capitalize on Batman before it kind of doesn't work? There's a burnout. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, I think it's, I almost want to say there's never going to be a burnout because I feel like little kids are always going to love Batman. Little kids that are turning into teenagers and adults who get adult money are going to want to buy all their Batman merch. And I feel like it's just this, they, they've created almost like a monopoly and like this vicious cycle of hooking you when you're young and just keeping that nostalgia train going your whole life. Yeah. It, it, I mean, we see the same thing with uh, Spider-Man as well. Well, yeah, I'm, you know, all superheroes, but I'm saying with yeah. Batman, Batman is literally, I mean, it's no secret that Superman is generally the greatest, you know, superhero ever. But Batman is the character that makes money. He's the one that you want at your party. Yeah, he, he's the one you want on the cups and napkins and shit. You know, when you have like, your Avengers themed party, you lose your shit when Batman shows up and helps you fight Thanos. Yeah, if like, it, oh. it, like seriously, if it's not Spider Man, it's Batman. Yeah, and uh, I guess for comics specifically, though, like the amount going for this, because it's like you know the average comic collector, are they going to keep getting all these like? Besides just film and games and stuff, but specifically with comics, like... Well, yeah, dude, because comic collectors like buying shit. But it's also, like, we've been seeing all the big creators doing it, and once the, it wraps up, you know, you're not seeing them do another one, necessarily, except for maybe Tom Taylor, who just keeps doing, like, <laughs> zombies and knights and <laughs> shit. But... Uh, they're not really coming back to do another one, necessarily. So it's, like how much more talent can they keep pulling from, I guess, to keep doing these, like, random, specifically, like, I guess, miniseries? Well, like I told up. you, um, you know, with Williamson coming on to Batman, it just felt like, well, Tinian's out, find someone. And then they were like, there he is. Yeah. So it's almost, that's like, Williamson is a good writer, but it almost feels like they're kind of just like, okay, here's a pool of writers to keep a Batman book going. Who are we going to, you know? The name will sell itself just for the title. Yeah. yeah. Uh but, like, the miniseries themselves, though, like, you know, like, the Black Label books and stuff like that, like, how many more do you think they could keep coming up with? Because it feels like, you know, everyone's doing their, here's my bat book if I was going to do it. And at least, oh, for the most part, we're not getting at least an influx of, like, you know, how each one's like, my one bad story. Well, it has the Joker. And you're like, God damn it. I think, the Joker. I think there's always going to be a, a writer out there or artist or whoever that's going to want to do their story. There's always... If you're into superhero comics, if you're into creating superhero comics, there's always going to be that person. Because I, I, I'm that person. I know I want to. Yeah. Everyone's going to want to do their version of Batman. Their, you know, magnum opus of a Joker Batman story. Just, so I, th I think if, as long as you have creative teams, it's always going to happen. True. I just wonder when they'll run out of creative teams to do it. Be like, we already did it. And they're like, I'll do it again. That's what but, superhero comics are, basically. It's kind of the same yeah. thing over and over. It's just stop the bad guy. Um, How long do we think they'll keep, I guess, kind of constricting 
the lineup with just these three characters in their worlds. Because it wasn't always like this, and I don't know how long it'll be like this. If it's Until gonna get worse. there's a new character in the spotlight. Perfect okay. example, when Shazam came out, the film, they made a Shazam number one. Shazam, Shazam yeah. When uh, Suicide Squad came out, regardless of that movie being garbage or, not, or however you feel about it, there was a Suicide Squad series with Harley Quinn that debuted in the same uh, the same year. Because they're always trying to capitalize on that. So whoever is the uh, like on the spotlight for the movies, they're going to try to match that with the comics. So, true. You know what the next movie we're getting is, right? Black Adam. No, the Batman. So that means we're going to oh, get more Batman. We're getting books, more but... Batman. But I wouldn't be surprised if when Black Adam comes out, there's going to be a Black Adam. Oh, book. yeah. And... Jeff Johns has already been teasing, because um, also Black Adam will have the JSA. Uh, Jeff Johns has been teasing a JSA book that he's going to do. And I'm assuming they'll also have Black Adam in it. Or actually, no, Black Adam's in the Justice League right now. They've already been... I feel like they put him in there because they're already trying to set him up for his own title. Mm-hmm. And just start building up the hype of Black Adam. And, of course, I guess we'll see Aquaman maybe return with that new movie. Uh, it's hard to say. And maybe the they'll... Yeah. And The Flash, I'm not too sure about. But if anything, they could do a bunch of Black Label books for him. Instead of just like ongoing series, they might add a bunch of mini series that you can look for. Is uh, is Williamson still writing Flash? Uh, I'm not even sure. I don't even know what's going on with Flash anymore because it's Wally. It's about Wally now. Yeah, I know. I I gave up. I'm not gonna lie. I think Barry is just in Justice League and Justice in using the Infinite Frontier stuff because um, Psycho Pirate was making him run on on a hamster wheel for a bit in Omega Earth <laughs> for Dark Side. Oh. Side note, we didn't even talk about like the trades and omnibus coming out. Oh, I don't even I don't even I haven't even looked at those actually. You want to shed the light on that? I mean, it's stuff you would expect. It's everything we've talked about just in collected format. I mean, as an example, you've got Dark Knight's Death Metal, Dark Knight's Metal. Oh, yeah, this is December. Uh Detective Comics by Mariko Tamaki, you know, and they're reprinting Batman Long Halloween with Catwoman when in Rome. Uh Joker Oof. War Joker War Saga, Harley Quinn and White Knight or whatever, Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. And so, you know, not only is there more series coming out, but there's reprints of previous series coming in collected format. I mean, they did. I do remember now looking at the ads in the comics themselves uh, during the Suicide Squad. You saw all those different Suicide Squad themed trades they were showing off. Even though they had nothing to do with the movie. Yeah, for the most, yeah, you're like, oh, here's the run with like it has like none of the characters are actually in the movie. Yeah, like, oh, okay, cool. Like the first incarnation. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, wait, none of these characters are even in comics at the time anyway. They've been like pulled from like 40 years ago, but sure. Uh, yeah, so that it is interesting, and <laughs> for me, I guess I'm getting not necessarily to a breaking point, but just an exhaustion and. It's to that point where I'm not really excited for Batman anymore. And yeah, it's called I, burning out. I told you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just consistent now. And yeah, there's small books that I'm kind of looking forward to. But I, it used to be, I, I, I kind of organized the books in which like, uh, I'll, the ones I really want to read, I'll put in the back. And I'll just kind of knock out from the ones I'm sort of least interested in to the ones I'm just so excited for. 
And it used to be all the bat books were in the back and now they're kind of moving towards the middle. Some of them are getting close to like the very beginning. And I'm just like, yeah, I just want to get it over with. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, it's, yeah, it's other books that grab my attention now because they're either much more focused or they're individualized where I know like, oh, cool, there's only one of these and I don't have to worry about it. Um, at least with Nightwing, it's kind of nice that it's just Nightwing and not anything else practically. But that's still part of the whole Bat universe, if anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm tired, but I, I also there's a certain point where I'm narrowing it down. Like they can't get me with every Bat title anymore. I'm not getting Urban Legends. I'm not getting uh, that. Which one's the one you were saying you were excited for now? Because uh, someone is doing a variant for it. Oh shit! Let me look. Oh. It was. Um, which one was it? Uh, I said the black, uh, it was the Black Label book. Uh, it was the. Let me scroll. I scrolled all the way down. I gotta scroll back up. Not Batgirls. I am gonna read Batgirls. Um, why is the page not loading? That's not good. It wasn't one Dark Knight. It was um, Imposter, right? Uh, no, I was just saying that comes out on my birthday. Oh, okay, yeah. But it's like that one I'm skipping because it's like that team that it's getting to that point now where I'm very focused on like who is the team who's writing it. Oh yeah. Uh, besides the uh, mainline books, which is just Batman and Detective, which Detective has been actually good. Batman's kind of eh, sorry. It's like could be better. But I've just I've just flat out said boring. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's been interesting to see it, and it's going to be interesting to see how it unfolds because you know how like the two biggest. Uh, months of the year usually for comics is October and March so it's going to be interesting how March looks when they do kind of like their big like here's what's coming here's what's cancelled in February or whatever and what it's going to look like if it's more individualized or if it's going to be still more focused on these three characters and the worlds uh, besides that though uh, one thing I remember way back when pre-quarantine uh, you had brought up to me going hey man they're going to do this thing called 5G and it's going to change all of the DC stuff and everyone's going to be younger and they're going to get rid of all the older heroes. And I was like, oh, fuck, what? Yep. And they said we, if it failed, they'd shut down the comics division, apparently. Yeah. And, you know, we were a little worried and then it just never happened. Because they realized how terrible that would be. Yeah, because they kind of saw what happened with Marvel a little bit. They tried changing literally every single mainline hero and it didn't. I don't know what it lasts like a year or two they did all new all different twice twice okay yeah and then like they everything reverted back i believe they they Mm -hmm. didn't keep one of them um but now they did future state recently and that was what back in february i want to say whenever death metal ended yeah i think it was february february march or something they did that because infinite frontier i want to say started in march but they but don't did forget like, endless winter. <laughs> that's that, that, that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so random. They did a whole thing where it's like, oh, here's the future of DC, where uh, Batman's like on the run, and here's also another Batman that's actually uh, Jace Fox or Tim. F- yeah, Jace Fox, and uh, here's uh, old Nightwing in Arkham, and he rules here, and. Uh, here's a new wonder girl or wonder woman here's a new wonder woman here's a new superman here's a new flash here's a new aquaman 
and here's a new Aquaman woman. After that, Aquaman, there's like all these different time jumps, but you have like uh, Jace Fox replacing Bruce, but Bruce is sort of still Batman, just like in the background kind of he's uh in yeah. saver mode because well, he's on a budget <laughs> yeah he's in the background just kind of doing his own thing yeah and then you have uh jonathan kent clark's son taking over as superman while superman's off doing some crazy world he's like off shit. world yeah uh yara floor is the new wonder woman while wonder woman is i guess a cosmic entity <laughs> and uh there's uh what's her face from far sector is the new Green Lantern? Oh yeah, god damn it! I oh, I can't remember her name, but yeah, it was that one series that took forever to get through because they, it got delayed. But she's Green Lantern. Uh, I don't even know who the hell. I don't even know who the Flash is. But there's like a new Flash. Uh, Aquaman is Jackson Hyde, the current Aqualad, and then afterwards it's uh, Arthur's daughter Andy, and uh, so you have like them eventually too. So it's like a crazy team of people. Uh, that are all replacing him and you know some hit some didn't but it was like a weird little two-month thing where you're going like you could tell at first you think oh they're just kind of tossing out 5g and this is what the remnant is and that's it i guess it's done and what it really was was dc kind of going like here's a taste test and want to see what you guys think about everything no one really talked about it yeah, it, like it wasn't really a big deal, but you could tell by sales, I guess. Like, I mean, the, everyone fucking lost it with Yara Floor. Everyone loved the new Wonder Woman to the point now she has her own. She has her own. She was the first one to get her own ongoing series in Wonder mm-hmm. Girl. People liked uh, Jace Fox enough to make a two Batman miniseries and now an ongoing that's I Am Batman. There was and, one that was like digital or something, and then they did print one. Yeah. And then uh, I guess people like Jonathan enough that now he took over the mainline Superman title and Aquaman is ended. And now they're doing a miniseries for Jackson, the Colonel Aqualad, as the becoming as he turns into Aquaman. So you're seeing all these heroes already taking steps forward. Like I think in the current solicitations for December, Bruce is leaving Gotham, leaving Jace, I guess, there to then become Batman fully uh well the other heroes do their own shit but uh superman's leaving earth batman's leaving gotham wonder woman is in, i think like a viking now or some shit i don't know uh so like each one is like kind of passing it off and you're seeing things getting shared like uh he's only going to be in batman now and not detective comics it'll be more about the family in detective comics whereas i guess i am batman will be about batman and gotham uh, action yeah. comics is superman off world where jonathan is now superman in metropolis uh wonder woman is already in viking world doing god knows what and uh wonder girl is her becoming wonder girl and then eventually i guess doing her own thing as like the wonder woman of brazil i want to say that's what they're gonna do because she like actually protects the amazon rainforest which this one is honestly really good like wonder girl's actually amazing joel jones is doing a fantastic job but uh you're seeing this big change where now 5g is actually happening they and just gave it a different name or time. yeah in terms of future state to the point where there's even an actual future state gotham book where they're just like you know what? we're just gonna keep this one and it didn't even register in my head when they did future state where it's like oh here's all these different heroes uh they did their books and they're done and that was it like maybe you'll see them eventually appear they might get a book but I forgot how much Future State specifically focused 
just on Gotham and all the Bat Family stuff. Like, it didn't even hit my head how many there were to the point where now they're like, oh, we're actually implementing what actually happens in Future State in all the Bat books. It's like actually leading up into this, what it was going to be, uh, well, we're still doing the future book itself at the same time. And it's like a whole new status quo change and everything else. And it's like one of those, it's like, I guess it goes hand in hand with the current trend of the oversaturation of like the, the Trinity there where it's like, how long will this last uh, where it's changing this, where Bruce isn't Batman, where Gotham is going to become like a weird police state where uh there's like 18 batman books every month and you're just kind of like fuck uh <laughs> like do we think this is all gonna last a while or not because it's also you could tell they're not really putting this towards the traditional comic reader they're doing this also to draw in a younger crowd a new generation well, yeah they Gen gotta, Z and whatnot they gotta figure out a way to pull in new readers i think it's gonna last forever long it makes money i mean everything in comics always come full circle you know, like it's gonna be that thing. Like this could last. It could be a couple months. It could be a couple years. But eventually, we're gonna get to a point where Batman is Goth is Bruce Wayne as Batman in Gotham. Yeah, it's just a, it's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when. Because every superhero book I've ever come across, um, you know, tell me if I'm wrong or give me an example, whatever. But like the characters eventually take up the mantle again and, you know, go back to being their original superhero. Yeah, no, it's literally every single one. I'm, I believe, um, I think the only one that's ever been popular that they wanted to keep was Wally's flash. Uh, Even then Barry that, Allen is still referenced. All yeah. The they're time. still, they're still, they're both still flash. You're like, Oh, yeah. okay. We have two now. And then, you know, uh, same thing happened to Batman when he was traveling through time and, you know, uh, Dick Grayson was Batman, and same thing happened to Spider Man when Doc Ock became Superior Spider Man. It lasted a while, but he came back as Spider Man. Aren't they making um, Ben Riley Spider Man now? Yeah, that it... I have it. Uh, sorry, I haven't read Spider Man in a while, but I saw like a quick summary, and yeah, it's Ben Riley and like Spider Man Beyond or something. But Patrick Gleason's still drawing it. Oh shit, Patrick Gleason! God damn, I miss his art so much. Holy shit. I just can't. I can't get into Spider Man. It's too much. <laughs> Spider Man was good. It was just like you know, I gave up on it. Like Batman, I was like, I can't do this. It was like twice yeah, a month too, and all these. I can't tie-ins. do Spider Man and Batman together. That's like that's such a. That's all your money. That's a commitment, man. Two buy twice a month books that just won't stop, and they go. But wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> you thought this is this is the ride? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's straight of what it is, though. Yeah, but yeah, five G is here and. How the the way they've been resetting things or going from a hard reset to the soft resets has been, let's see, New 52 is 2011. Uh, Rebirth was, what, five years later in 2016, which is crazy because it felt like so much longer. It was only five years, which and still blows my mind. Goes to show we're, we're getting ready. Like if DC is a creature of habit, we're getting ready for the next reboot. And, well, Infinite Frontier is the new one, and it's 2021, so that's five years post-rebirth. So we're looking at a five-year plan that they're doing. So uh, the way 5G might go is it might last until, what, then 2026, probably? Yeah. And then we'll see another whatever the hell they're going to do. 
because they they're definitely going into a whole like if you read their crazy like oh infinite frontier book itself they're like oh yeah the crisis and this and the multiverse and we'll figure stuff out and dark side and shit so it's like all the stuff that might decide what happens next i guess but um i guess we're in year one of five for this current iteration if they follow the pattern yeah if they if they follow the current one that they've done three times already now with um but we'll see how it goes because even before that there was like what final crisis but Uh, final crisis wasn't even like a reboot for that was 2008 yeah before uh i mean flashpoint before flashpoint final yeah final crisis really i mean i can't i wasn't reading comics at the time so i couldn't like before final crisis even so i couldn't tell you what like what other major event there is okay yeah so yeah they haven't they haven't really changed it too much like new 52 is really the first big thing that they did that changed things otherwise it wasn't that often it was like oh here's crisis on infinite earths and then here's like Uh, infinite crisis and that was it sorry the other major event was doomsday clock oh right yeah because that went kind of hand in hand with rebirth right it connected new 52 to rebirth yeah and then went hey here's your memories back sort of yeah they're like uh, hey it was dr manhattan the whole time because we own the Watchmen. uh sorry about fucking up the canon guys yeah uh, here's we the, messed up the canon so let's spit on the legacy of alan moore and dave gibbons <laughs> he won't mind right yeah <laughs> Quick, but, make like five yeah, more that, that's actually technically like a not a reboot but it's like a almost a semi-reboot yeah because it kind of it, it attempted to have everything make sense yeah and kind of fix things and they're like quick we killed superman here's old superman just the way you like it and it's like oh thanks actually that makes things better all right cool but yeah. <laughs> uh actually kind of did work though um there's some stuff that was cool yeah definitely definitely uh yeah so we think yeah five if it goes according to plan probably five years of the future state of the 5g uh whatever this is going to be and it's just within that, will it be heavily Trinity stuff? Who knows? It's hard to say. But at least for now, unless like the movies really affect the sales or they will. people get fucking tired of Batman comics specifically, you're not going to see probably much Dude, too much change. If the Batman takes off, it's only going to drive sales. Oh, God. It's <laughs> like 18 more pet books. I'm just saying, you're going to get those like adaptation comics for like, oh, it's the Batman movie, but as a comic. And then like, I don't know um Time what if issues. we uh bat lanterns we we canceled green lantern but now we have bat lantern and bat flash and it's like oh cool thanks i mean you already got bat flash with fucking the, that flash movie you got two batman and the flash sorry yeah i, I never saw that video before two batman and one flash it was yeah <laughs> that's gonna be well you know what i mean yeah <laughs> there's gonna um, be oversaturate i guarantee you there's going to be oversaturation until that company dies, if it ever does. Yeah, And, I mean, that was our worry, wasn't it? Like, AT&T was going to close DC Comics, and I was like, well, I'm reading Daredevil now, I guess. Well, no, they were gonna, there was that rumor they were going to close down the publication and still keep the characters alive and just li- uh, license them out and still make the movies. The, the crazy rumor? Oh, yeah, they're going to license it out to Disney and then Marvel. <laughs> it's like, Marvel's Batman. It's like, Dude, oh, can fuck. Can you imagine that, like? Who's like a legendary moral? Uh, Chris Claremont writes Batman. <laughs> Why is Nightcrawler in the book? Oh, he made him the new Robin. Yeah, Robin's blue. He's Man, got, a... got the Batman look. It's a joke. 
It's got to be like the way Chris Claremont's always like written his X-Men characters. Hi everyone, I'm Batman, the Caped Crusader. With my gadgets and extreme wit and, I don't know, athleticism and martial arts, I will defeat you. Isn't that right, Robin Boy Wonder? <laughs> Isn't that right, Nightcrawler? Oh yeah, Batman, that's right. Great, after this I gotta go fuck Psylocke. I'll see you guys later. It's like, oh fuck, Chris Claremont, what are you doing? Yeah, like, I don't know. Uh, for anyone who hasn't really read Cl Chris Claremont, he's like that legendary X-Men writer who created a lot of characters and famous stories. But he also is an insane time. Yeah, but he's also that writer that like every time a character came on panel, it was just they announced who they were, their ability, their backstory, and why they're there. It's actually the best uh, version of WWE in a comic book. They come up with the mic and they just start talking. They <laughs> enter on the ramp and everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, here comes Colossus. That's another thing. Like, I guarantee, I'm surprised we haven't gotten like a Batman versus John Cena or something. I feel like that's coming in the near future. It probably we've had Muhammad Ali and Superman. We, it's only a matter of time before we've had John Cena and Scooby Doo. Yeah, it's like what's bigger than Muhammad Ali and Superman? Oh, Batman and John Cena. Like you can't even see both. You can't see either of them. They both disappear. <laughs> <laughs> like what are you gonna do? Sit here and tell me you wouldn't buy that comic. I buy that comic. Yeah, because <laughs> you're you're becoming the biggest hypocrite right now. <laughs> no, we. I mean, we already knew we were we're the problem. Yeah, <laughs> we keep giving them money. Yeah, I mean, we it's... literally said we're not getting any more, and then they said Jock's making a book, and it was like, well, fuck, okay, and then, oh, here's Robin and Batman. It's like oh, that. Fuck. It's like how we we're just talking about that Disney trip. Like, ah, uh, god damn it, the sequel trilogy. Oh, what's that? Galaxy's Edge. Take my money. Oh yeah, it was like, oh, lights. Oh boy, lightsabers and blue milk. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah, we got a fucking asteroid. Uh, and you know, that's the thing. Like, the community is always the biggest main offender and also the biggest hypocrite because you know. As much as we complain, we still love the characters and we still want a bat book. I don't oh, know. Yeah. But like I mean we love to complain too. Yeah, like that's the thing. Comic book fans love to complain. But the um, thing is too, you can have a lot of books, just keep it more precise. Like you can't have quality at that point. You really can't. You can't have eight bat books out and expect them all to be amazing. Like it, it's confusing, if anything, it is. too, because some people some people actually look for continuity or some people just don't get what's going on. It's like, you Dude, know, maybe you'll get the guy I, that goes like when I was a kid, I go with my mom to a market after like going to a cabin and it's like, oh, you can get one comic and I get like Gotham Knights and or yeah, Gotham Knights. And then I go back another time and I get like the animated series book and I'm like, these are completely different. But I also that? don't get them that often. It's like, what the hell is going on? Like right now, like. Batman Catwoman is apparently in continuity with Batman, and that's apparently in continuity with I Am Batman, which is in continuity with Detective Comics. Like, it's like... Which is in continuity still with Batman. Yeah. I'm, the main book. I'm and like, it's confusing, because Batman Catwoman, it's like, it was supposed to happen so long ago, which the delayed reason is ridiculous now, because it now was for nothing, considering, like, it was like, oh, let's keep, what was it, uh, was it Clay, Clayman, right? Or is it, yeah, it's Clayman. Uh, why did it get delayed? I thought it was because of COVID. Wait, who's the art? Was it artist Clayman or Michael It was Jan? Clayman. Okay, Clay. Yeah, it was supposed to be a Clayman was going to do it all, and then uh, it was delayed for him, I think. And, and then, then Mitch Shore, or not Mitch Shore, um, uh, uh, Liam, Liam Sharp, Sharp. Is, is on it now. Yeah, and it's just like, wait, so what was the point? You only had him on for like half the book. Like, what was, why did we wait that whole time? Yeah, and it's supposed to continue Tom King's story. But then you get this other continuity problem because Tom King ended on issue 85. 
in it like a year after the bat yeah and book then, comes out and you're already going through joker war with tynion who like it's supposed to take place i think after batman catwoman and you're just even more confused now going well, wait so if they're and then done here you get more confused with the numbering because that picks up with tom king's original numbering on the bat book but then batman catwoman has its own numbering as well like one through twelve or whatever but apparently that's the original story that takes place post 85. So on a technicality, you read Batman to 85 and then you're supposed to read Batman Catwoman from 1 to 12. And then you're supposed to read Batman at issue 86. And like, and it's crazy, too, because <laughs> you think about it and you're like, wait, so that's still only like, yeah, that's like 98 books. So then we didn't even get like a full on fucking hundred issues from Tom King. It was supposed to be like 103 <laughs> originally or something like that. Yeah. And it's like, bro, it's like 98, even if you count Batman I think, Catwoman. Cause I think Batman Catwoman was supposed to be like 18 issues or 20 issues originally. Oh yeah. Well, uh, would have been different. Would have, would have been this. Cause it's this been good. So That's the thing. It's been cool. It's just like, I'm like, okay, how does this all fit in everything? And then you have the annuals. Don't get me started with the, fucking annuals like well they also tynan's been doing a crazy thing where you know he's been creating so many new characters so then he goes oh here's a one-shot book on that character you've had a book on signal you've had a book on huntress you've had a book on what's her name miracle molly there's a book on Ghostmaker. there's a book on harley quinners i don't clown Hunter. Uh, who's that one chick that was that everyone was like in love with that's like the new joker girlfriend punchline punchline yeah she got a book peacekeepers the, she had her own book yeah and now she's the second feature in joker and then peacekeepers getting his own single issue and yeah i well, joker it's like just joker just being predator see, waiting for girls in college to not even graduate yet he's like oh boy oh god i don't know and, uh, right <laughs> Jesus. And like everyone's trying to create their own original character because when the movies come around and that character comes on screen, you know, who's going to get, you know, credit? Well, th- I will say so DC at least um this is the crazy thing. I don't know if you know this. Uh DC at least is a lot better than Marvel when it comes to creator or creator uh created characters because um I forget who is the creator of Thanos? Jim Starling? Yeah, did you know he got a shit ton more money? just for having KG Beast and Batman v Superman than he did for Thanos and all of the Marvel movies combined. Yeah, I heard that basically, like, they just don't even pay you at Marvel. Yeah, so it, it's like that whole crazy thing. So it makes sense specifically at D- That's why um, uh, I was learning people are more incentivized to make new characters at DC than Marvel. Marvel, you're seeing a lot of the same characters over and over for the most part. Yeah, but it's uh, also, like, bragging rights, too. I mean, yeah, the money's nice, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I... Like, if I was the creator of freaking, I don't know. Court of Owls. If I was the creator of, you know, I'm thinking Marvel, like Blade, uh, and then that movie came out, like, hell yeah, I'd want to I want to bank off, like, the box office revenue from that. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, that's also, like, Blade came out however long ago. Like, the only new characters we've gotten have been, like, sort of whoever was in Champions, I guess, technically. Oh, but yeah. um, at DC, they're just, like, fucking... It's not like that where it's like, oh, yeah, we have Miss Marvel and maybe like a new Hawkeye and that's about it. And it's like three or four characters, whereas you go to DC and just in the Batbook alone, he's like, yo, I made Miracle Molly. I made fucking uh, Peacekeepers. I made Punchline. I made Simon Saint, Clown Hunter, Ghostmaker. And you're like, what the fuck? That's one book. And there's like six characters. And I guarantee you DC's in the back like, yeah, keep making keep making the characters. Keep doing it. Because like. They're just like ready to. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> I 
<laughs> is it Jim Lee? <laughs> it's Jim Lee whispering into their ears. He's like, Jim Lee's right next to John Ridley, like, I can't even fucking make Jace fun. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds all gross and he's just like he's like sweating. He's just kinda like like sweating and just like I don't know, eating pretzels or some shit. He's like, come on, yeah. <laughs> make like that- eating pretzels. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's like, make that character. Because <laughs> like it's going to make the company money because, you know, later down the line when they're like, shit, we need to make an animated film or introduce this character. They just go into their treasure trove and go, hey, look, Ghostmaker, fuck it. Let's put them in the movie, you know? I mean, look at uh, New 52. They did a book. It was just like Earth 2. And now Michael B. Jordan's like, yo, Valzad, let's go, bitches. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, that was just from a fucking team book. And now it's becoming a whole on HBO Max series, potentially, or an HBO Max movie. Yeah, I mean, again, uh, I don't know, man. Like, it's just too much. It is. Like, uh, yeah. and, you know, people always make fun of, like, this being my favorite character. But, you know, I genuinely love Daredevil. That's no secret. Yeah, Red Batman's awesome. But look how Mark easy Wade it is. said that, not me. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, you remember Mark Wade run uh, Daredevil flies over a... He, he uh, swings over a bus and one of the kids goes, oh, cool, Red Batman. Oh, I forgot about that. I was like, oh, shit, he's right. <laughs> the thing is, though, look how much easier it is to appreciate Daredevil. It's... I'm not even joking. In the past, like, five years, we've gotten two Daredevil stories that are not part of the mainline series and one was in continuity and one doesn't one uh one wasn't you had marvel knights the 20th anniversary which was a standalone book that was pretty good and donny cates that's why and then you had the death of daredevil or whatever that was charles soul's arc that ended his run that was like the epilogue and you know what they paused the mainline series and had that come out because it was its own contained story that was the culmination of everything. And it's so easy to collect because not only does it line up perfectly in your box uh, right after the series is over. You just put it right there. It helps segue into the new Chip Zdarsky run. And then you can start off collecting with that. And then and it's just a single thing. Yeah, it's a single it's a single story. It's in Granted. Itself, it's, yeah. And then with uh, Daredevil... Now with the Chip Zdarsky run, it's been one run the entire time. It's going up to issue 36. And after issue 36, they're doing, um, I forget what the, the new arc is called. Uh, give me a second. I'm ranting now. I'm on. I'm on uh, no, it's good. I mean, we're still, Daredevil's like it's like he's read Batman, so it still counts. I should have had this open. I mean, that's also the thing, too. Like, um, when you look at characters like that and the way even with Marvel does it, like at least Marvel right now is still doing individualized characters completely. Like there's like the worst defender is Spider-Man, but I don't even think at this point Spider-Man's on the level of Batman anymore. Like you don't have like 18 different miniseries. Uh, I think J.J. Abrams finished his whatever the fuck book that was. But, uh, like, please don't even get me started with that. <laughs> why did I get that? But <laughs> I don't know why I bought that fucking book. It's just not as much. And even with all the Spider-Verse shit, I think it might be, if you count all of those books, they might equal out to all the Batman series and stuff. But otherwise, like in terms of temporary books, there's not as many. Like, not, I want to say like maybe it's like, whereas Batman's at 100%, maybe Spider-Man's at like 
80 percent but he's mm-hmm. still very much up there but you still have books like daredevil and miss marvel and hulk and other shit that's just like individual and it works in its own thing like i'm pretty sure i haven't read i haven't read much of it but immortal hulk or no no isn't immortal hulk right immortal hulk Ewing? yeah yeah that's its own like it, it works on its own as well um and when they do the big events like uh daredevil worked so well during those because he wasn't in them <laughs> like uh what was that fucking what was it uh that weird one is rage of ultron age of ultron rage there's two there's age and rage age was the newer one though right that came out around avengers uh rage came out yeah okay yeah and then instead of doing that we had daredevil with spider-man and punisher in their own little miniature crossover that was like 20 times better uh do you remember what that was called was, um, uh the omega omega effect or something yeah because it was daredevil spider-man and one other punisher punisher was, uh, yeah, yeah 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 it was him and a uh, female it was uh the marine the marine woman was the rucker on i think right i th- believe so yeah the yeah. that one that like no one talks about that's really good it's the fucking best one probably <laughs> yeah like uh that alone was so good because it was own it was three individual things that are in their own little worlds and then they did a small little crossover and they kept it very small and very contained and very intimate and it worked perfectly and right now you know you look at batman and we have fear state and it's like well you can read just like batman for fear state but you can also read detective comics and you can read nightwing and you could read catwoman and you could read uh batman urban legends which will you know it's the one with like three different stories and it's eight bucks but uh only one story will tie into fear state but now you want to buy it because it's that one little story is tying into <laughs> fear state uh and also all the new books coming out will also have it too like fucking uh arkham city and task force c and shit and you're like oh Okay, oh, and, oh, and Harley Quinn, too. And it's like, oh, fuck. Oh, and Detective uh, Comics. Fuck, I, I stop. Found, I found it, I found it. Devil's Reign. Devil's Reign. So, okay. Chip even came out and said, issue 36 is not an ending, it is a beginning. And Devil's Reign is a six-issue arc. And that's it. That's all you need for Daredevil. Like, it's... God damn it. Like, sometimes I, I have way more Batman books, but I appreciate the Daredevil runs I have more. Because they just give you a lot more with less. Yes, and they make it count. Granted, Charles Soule is an amazing writer. I wasn't the biggest fan of his Daredevil run, but it was still a solid run that attempted new things and did dope shit still. And, you know, I have everything Daredevil from Frank Miller and everything from Mark Wade, Charles Soule, all that. And it's always just been one series with maybe one other little crossover, and that's it. And it's easy to collect. It's inexpensive compared to other superheroes and it it's it just respects the buyer in my opinion unless sure. it, and it's what you're saying i was gonna say unless it's Shadowland, then you got a mixed uh mixed bag of reception <laughs> that's everyone's favorite right it's like black suit daredevil <laughs> it's the one where he's possessed by the devil uh, that like demon from the hand and then i don't know yeah you know what happens sometimes you know that just uh you wake Wait. up and you're like i'm possessed you see what I mean, though? Like how it's just it, it's so much more easier. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's just it's very simplistic there. It's there's a you could just see the light ahead. You go, oh, I see exactly what's in front of me. Whereas Batman's like, I'm lost in a cave and I can't see. <laughs> and yes. I don't know where the cave goes. And it's like you can't tell if you're literally in the same place walking around in circles or you're going down an endless like tunnel that is just 
fucking dark and you're confused. And it, it's annoying too for me personally because I'm so already invested in the DC world. And there are great books. They're like, don't get me wrong, there are great books. Um, whether it is like standalone miniseries like Batman Reptilian or new ongoings like Wonder Girl or Nightwing. Nightwing is actually phenomenal. But uh, I want to get into other things. Like at least with Marvel, I just read X-Men currently. And at least even though they're all kind of tied into this crazy world, you don't you don't have to read them all. Like it doesn't necessarily matter. Like I get to pick and choose which ones which ones I actually want to follow and ignore the rest. I'm like, oh, I just want to read like X Men and Marauders because I like the Kitty Pride pirate shit, and I could just do those and not have to care about anything else. And I want to read more things like Daredevil, like Hulk, like Venom. Uh, the Jason, no, the, who, who's, who's been doing Thor? Uh, Jason Aaron, or not Jason Aaron, Donny Cates. No, no, before, yeah, Jason Aaron. Uh, like that whole run. That omnibus is coming out. <laughs> yeah, so it's like all that stuff I want to check out and I want to read. And it's like, I almost wanted to add to my polish, but I'm like, I'm afraid at the same time because I'm like, I don't want to get, though, even though they're, they seem very like narrow, they're not connected too much to other things. Uh, I already invested in just the bat world and the DC world surrounding that, that I can't like jump into another big thing. Image is easy because I just take a creator book and it's just its own thing. There's nothing tying into it and there never usually ever is. So that's why those are easy to pick up and throw down whenever. But Marvel is just, you know, in a way similar and I can't because, you know, they have the massive crazy, crazy, crazy events where they go, Hey, here's like the 85 fucking tie-ins for just this month. Hey, I will say, you know, Secret Wars with Jonathan Hickman does that shit right. That is an amazing crossover event that is widespread throughout the Marvel Universe and actually has permanent permanent ramifications. And I think that is a perfect example of doing a massive event. But yes, they do way too many. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the 18 before and after it, like in the other two months. It's like, oh, fuck. But... Uh, yeah, that's why I'm afraid to jump into those other books or I usually will wait now for if it's Marvel, I'll wait till a run ends and then I might pick up, pick it up later because then I don't, I know I don't have to worry about getting sucked in and going, oh shit, well, what happens with this character and stuff? So, um, and that's, you know, that's something that I don't really necessarily like at the same time too, because it's like, I want to read it when it's like hot off the presses. Like you guys are always talking about the Chips Zdarsky, Daredevil and stuff. I'm like, oh, it sounds so cool. And I'm just like, it's Fuck. so good. I have like these like eight Batman books though. I'm kind of busy with these eight Batman hey, books. The thing so. is like, it's, you know, again, I, don't, I, I genuinely hate comparing Marvel and DC because everyone loves to put them against each other. They're different. They are all they're they're hella different. They're different. They're ridiculously different. It's they, like, do you want these made up cities or do you want like the 85 books in New York? But the thing, shut up. <laughs> the thing is, they serve different purposes. That's the thing. Yes, they do. They genuinely do. You know, as much as I want to love Marvel and as much as you want to love DC, they are two different entities. They have their strengths. They have their weaknesses. Um, but right now, the problem I have between DC and Marvel is with DC, I feel like I'm getting way too many books. And with Marvel, I'm not getting enough. And it's becoming a quality over quantity situation. For Marvel, I think I can count on my hand what I read. I read Venom. Which is done now, so that doesn't count. I read Captain Marvel, Black Widow, uh, Thor, and... Um, Daredevil? Daredevil. I couldn't even tell you what else. 
Like okay, oh, yeah, that's like five things. That's four things. <laughs> oh sh- yeah, yeah. Okay, you say yeah, Venom stopped. Okay. Yeah, and, and then with DC, <laughs> DC, I'm reading like Harley Quinn and Harley Quinn because I'm reading the Harley Quinn and I'm reading the animated series, and then I'm reading Batman and Batman because I'm reading Batman and Batman and Catwoman, and then I'm gonna read Batgirls, and then, um, you know what I mean? Like it's just. I love that you're able to just cut it down to just those and not like the 85 other books. Um, I'm looking at my receipts online and honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked you haven't been doing those miniseries. Oh, Rorschach. Anything that Tom King does. So then I have like uh, uh, Which... Supergirl series. <laughs> Tom, Tom, Tom King. Tom King is good, but also Tom King is kind of killing me at the same time too right now because you yeah. got Tom King doing like Batman Catwoman still, and then Strange Adventures, yeah. and then Rorschach, and then Supergirl, and then there's that, you get that one week where you get Rorschach, Batman Catwoman, oh, Strange, Strange Adventures, yeah, Strange Adventures in the same week, and you read them back to back, and you're just like, dude, I just read the same book but, three times. Yeah, and then, that, then you know, my bill is racked up mainly because of independent series. I mean, I'm reading Deadly Class, Scumbag, Monstrous because uh, you've gotten into all these creators yeah. originally with their like i mean would you say like a lot of these creators you got into because of their super your the cape books and then once you got into them enough where you were more loyal to them than the characters yeah 100%. you just kind of followed them to those uh creator own books yeah 100 percent. besides batman and daredevil i read almost almost every series because of the creative team i yeah. read captain marvel and black widow because Kelly Thompson, I genuinely think, is an amazing writer, and I think they are extremely underrated and deserve more attention. And those books, these are two characters two people only really know from the MCU, but these are two characters that are amazing in their books. The way she writes them, the original situation she puts them in, amazing. Like, I can't tell you how good Captain Marvel and, like, Black Widow have been good, you know, like, or how amazing they've been, you know? Yeah. It's like, uh, I do the same thing now with Scott Snyder, which, you know, yeah. I'm about to be invested in comicsology all of a sudden, which I never expected to do. And, uh, you know, anything Justin yeah. Nguyen draws and Tom King. And now I didn't expect it, but now Tom Taylor has officially enlisted me into anything he does. Like, I didn't expect to get Dark yeah. Ages. And here I am. And I mean, if there's one Jeff Lemire, I like it. I've actually liked his independent stuff more than his superhero stuff. His superhero stuff is really good, too. But I've liked his independent more. And he's got Prime Ordeal, uh, his Substack I subscribe to. And then he's also got Maze Book now. And then he's got more Swamp Black... Thing and Robin and Batman coming out. Yeah, Swamp Thing and Robin and Batman coming out. And then he's... A lot of these guys just have a lot. Like, it's like the writers themselves are just all of a sudden weighing you down with just, uh, like... It's like, at least it's not one character, but you're just like, fuck! You're like, all of a sudden, James Tiny has like 18 books. And you're like, where, where did this come from? I thought you were just doing Batman... <laughs> And his independent stuff is better than his Batman, for sure. Oh, his Batman... Like, it's crazy how his Batman run is probably the weakest thing he has currently. Like, right now, the best thing he has is, like, something is killing the children, which is yeah, awesome. And then The Nice House on the Lake is very creative. Uh, so, like, you have those books, and then... Uh, I forget what the other ones are that you were, you were saying that he has that are independent. Uh, but, he's had other ones that have ended, like, backstagers and all that. Mm. But, yeah, so, like, he's getting into himself where he's, like gradually leaving dc for the most part like he'll still do random stuff but like uh you know batman's ending in november and then uh for him and then uh 
Joker in April, and he the last big thing he's doing is DC versus Vampires, which is like twelve issues. So, in one year when that's done, who knows if he's still doing anything there because he has Substack now, and he'll be focusing on that. And it's even a thing where like Substack's coming in, and you're like, so that's happening. And once Nice House on the Lake is done too, that's another DC book that'll be finished. And who knows how long you'll stick to something is killing the children now, which is still his, but it's like with boom and it's not Substack, So it's like one of those crazy things where now subscriptions are becoming a thing for a creator, which. Well, I recently found out apparently Substack is paying these creators uh, like a bonus. And then 90% of profits made on Substack are going to Substack themselves for the first year. Interesting. So they go, hey, uh, I don't know the exact number, but Jeff Lemire, for instance, they'll go to, and I'm not saying this is what happened, but this is like an example. They go, hey, Jeff, we want you on Substack. Here's 200 grand to create a Substack and make exclusive content for it. You're going to set a monthly subscription. And what you're going to do is for the first year, you're going to give us 90% of that revenue and you keep the 10%. And then after the first year, then you start to, it's flips and then you get to keep however uh, much we decide on. Actually, that kind of makes sense because then it's like a, it's like that thing where you get a job and you don't get the healthcare until the three months after you've worked for sure. That way you're not like grabbing and you don't grab and go. Kinda, yeah. Kind of. Okay, that that actually makes sense. Holy shit! But then you know they're getting. I'm, tell me I'm wrong, but like they're getting more there than they'd ever get at DC Marvel combined, probably, right? Oh, yeah, only because like you know this is direct. Besides the fee given from uh, Substack takes. That's, you know, they get everything else. Because it's all directly, like, uh, at least, can you give me an example of one of the people you're subscribed to, how much they cost, like a month per year? Or okay, so Jeff Lemire, $7 a month. I also subscribe to KLC Press, which is uh, Donny Cates and Ryan Stegman's, uh, uh, you know, Substack. And theirs is either $80 a year, $8 a month, or $300 a year. How many comics do you get for $8 a month? Here's what it says. Uh, Monday through Friday newsletter, for most part, unless we sleep in. Podcasts, live streams, hangouts, chats, rants, and more. Comics, or hey kids, comics vanish. The one you feed and flood digital comics behind the scenes creation through final product. Annual subscribers get super exclusive physical comics shipped to you. And then if you do the uh, GOAT annual subscription, tons more super exclusive physical comics shipped direct to you. See our intro post uh faq for details out of curiosity if it's like seven bucks a month uh are you just getting one comic a month then you get whatever they post so for jeff lemire's if you do uh let's see he gives you access to everything i think okay so it all it all depends on them gotcha all right Hmm. Yeah, so that, that it's I wonder, I guess, how many how that's going to really affect uh, DC and Marvel going forward, because we already saw like multiple creators not necessarily leave or well, I guess James Tynion's over time leaving. But like uh, uh, they're still doing both and they're doing other stuff like it's kind of created a weird journalism misinformation thing where you think uh someone is going to be leaving entirely like who who was it they thought was leaving entirely at a certain point and they're just like dude i'm not even going anywhere i'm still like doing all these different books but um that happened i think for one of the i think it was ram v they thought uh, ram v... he's doing marvel stuff soon so maybe that's that was them 
but I think he, I think they're still doing like some DC stuff, but it they, it almost made it sound like they're just leaving entirely. Because uh, I think they just jumped on Substack too, and uh, they were like, no, 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 we're just you know only ending one book, and we're still doing the others, and we're just doing Substack as well now. Uh, but you know, for others like Tynion, it's like too much because he's like batman's a full-time job because that's like a fucking twice a month plus joker which is also once a month so it's like three books not to mention all the weird one-shot files he keeps doing because he want. i don't i don't i feel like it's like did he want to do that or what did they make him do that i feel like he wanted to they do usually that, make him do that oh really for those one shots oh uh anything that involves like dc or marvel i guarantee you if they're not pitching it the company's making them do it I feel like Tynion did that, though. Like, I feel like he's probably the one that was like, I want to do a whole one shot to explain this character. Could be possible. I don't know how it goes. It all depends, really. That's true. That's true. But no, it's, it's really interesting. Um, I guess out of curiosity now, looking at your pull list, like how much is probably DC books compared to like the rest? Mm, let's see. Uh, can I look at my pull list on this website? This website's a little weird when it comes to looking at your pull list. But let me see if I can find it. Um. No, not that. My account. Oh, damn it. Let me see. Uh, I could tell you. Oh, order history. Here we go. Sorry, the website I use is a little hard to navigate when it comes to this stuff. No worries. Uh, okay, let's see. Order history. Okay, so Batman, Batman Catwoman. Uh, what else did I? Uh, Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn, uh, the Eat, Bang, Kill Tour, which is like the animated series tie-in. Um, like I said, the three Tom King books, there was Rorschach, Strange Adventures, and uh, what was that? Supergirl. Supergirl, yeah. And then, actually, besides, like, random, like, uh, specials or whatever, or one-shots, that's kind of it. Okay, that's a lot less than me. <laughs> but if you, <laughs> if you include other stuff, you know, there's Robin and Batman, or... Um... Oh, that's how I look at my purchases, okay. Uh, Are you including the future books? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, like, there's a Swamp Thing one, there's Robin and Batman, um... Like I said, Batgirls, uh, you know, the random one shots from Black Label, like the uh, that one Wonder Woman book that's about the Amazonians. Do you know mm -hmm. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So uh... stuff like that, like it adds up for sure. Uh, I mean, I did all of Young Animal, but I don't think that's coming back anytime soon. Yeah, that I think besides Far Sector, which you said it was just it's only taken this long because of delays, right? Yeah, I think it finished though. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because she's in Green Lantern now. Yeah, and she's like it's like her and um Teen Lantern that uh, uh Latin American Green Lantern teenage girl uh been like I think the forefront of the books now. Mm -hmm. But uh, oh, yeah, yeah, for me it's oh yeah. Oh, no, I was gonna say One Dark Night. You know, there's that yeah. as well. <laughs> I... <laughs> Uh, I read like all of metal just to give an example of like past issues. You know what I mean? Yes. And all the tie-ins or one shots that came with metal. Yeah, exactly. Insane. 
Uh, yeah, for me, so I got 15 current ongoing books right now. Oh my now. god. Yeah, and out of them, nine are DC. So it's like Batman, Detective, Justice League, Nightwing, Robin, Joker, Superman, uh, Wonder Girl, and I Am Batman. So, you know, like, how many of those are Batman? Like, three, uh, I basically am getting three out of four of the ongoing books currently for Batman. Uh, and then... You're going to love this. So I have uh, currently 19 limited issue books currently. From DC alone? No, 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 no. Uh, well, I actually, uh, how many of these? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Thirteen out of 19 are DC. Uh, it's Batman Catwoman, Batman Reptilian, Batman The Adventure Continues, because I love the animated series, Batman The Detective, because it's Tom Taylor, Challenge of the Super Sons, because it's uh, Peter Tomasi still, Checkmate, because that, that one's actually probably the best one currently, uh, Strange Adventures, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Uh, so three of those so far, I believe, are, uh, or four of those, let's see. Yeah, like three or four of those are just Tom King. Uh <laughs> The Nice House on the Lake, which is still technically DC, even though it's, like, not cape-related. It's just, you know, like, that tiny and horror book. Mm-hmm. Uh, Superman, The End the Authority, which is almost over. Titans United, which I might actually already drop, because it's got, like, the classic Titans. Uh, Static, which is actually really good. And the Batman 89 book, which, you know, is continuing off the Batman Returns uh, Tim Burton stuff. And that's just an interesting concept, I guess. But, yeah, so, like... 13 out of 19 books there are just DC. And I've got coming up like uh, all the books from October to December. The ones I'm interested in are like Arkham City, which is six issues. Task Force Z, DC vs. Vampires, Aquaman Green Arrow, Dark Knights of Steel, Justice League Incarnate, Robin and Batman, Robins, Human Target, uh, One Star Squadron, Batgirls, Swamp Thing, Green Hell, Batman, One Dark Knight. So you've got all those books coming too. And it's like... That's probably what, like, uh, another 13 books right there. And uh, they're all limited, but, like, I think Batgirls well, they, and Task Force C are ongoing. So yeah, That's how they keep you in the loop, though. Once one, exactly. end, when one ends, the other one begins. Yeah. So, like, out of those 19 books, like, a bunch are at their final issues. Like, I'm about to end probably, like, five or six of them and then replace them with, like, five or six of them. And More like you end five and start seven more. I, I just work here, man. I just... Uh... I'm just trying to survive, man. Yeah, so they they've been getting me really good now, and um, I'm going through currently like I've been uh, going for my own budget right now. I've been cutting off a lot of things that are monthly recurring payments, whether it's streaming, Patreon uh, subscriptions. To now, um, the next thing I'm going to tackle is actually comics and try to see what I can drop. Because mm-hmm. like I know, even though I'm getting 15 ongoing, like Die is about to end, so it'll be one less book. But you know, that's not even one of the DC books. That's an Image book. <laughs> Because they actually stop and they don't continue when they're finished. Uh, So it's like, it's just a lot. And like I said, I'm currently burning out a lot, but I don't know uh, what I want to do if I want to switch certain things at least to digital. So I'm at least not taking up as much of a physical footprint, which I know. uh, Was I with you when we did the, the collections talk on Apollo? Yeah, I was definitely there. Yeah, so, you know, it, it comes into this, too, where, you know, all these are physical, and it's becoming to that point where that's not feasible anymore. 
and uh, it's coming down to another decision where I already, the crazy part was, I think what got me really worried with this and made me want to do this episode was I had already, I think less than a year ago, had already done a full like review of my pull list and then did a bunch of drops. And then all of a sudden like Infinite Frontier happened and they all of a sudden had me doubling down on like a bunch of new books. And that's what put me into this more worried state where I'm like, oh shit, I started to realize, oh, 5G is becoming a thing. Oh, mm -hmm. the Trinity is becoming uh, oversaturation like massively. And that's why I didn't realize how much I was getting before until my bills were coming in. And I was like, oh, fuck, how did comics cost this much? <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's been that wake up call. And um, yeah, that's why I wanted to do this episode. But uh, it brings a lot to think about whether it is the issues of oversaturation, how long it'll endure for to 5g and potentially it lasting for five years and the impact that the dceu movies or just movies in general are going to have on the future issue like comics that come out or the ones that are already existing if they'll change or stop because of the movies uh all these things factor in with just kind of the state of dc's retinue right now mm -hmm. and it's to that point like as we were saying there is good stuff, but it, even if it is something that's really freaking good, it gets buried by its surroundings because it's a giant web and they're all tying in and getting confusing and the timelines are getting screwed up in terms of like what's going on because they put the same person in like five different books and expect you to kind of make sure you can keep up with what's going on or they make they try to make you keep up with what's going on. Mm -hmm. uh, by buying all of them because they think oh that's how we'll get them is five ongoing bat books so you understand what's happening and it's interesting and yeah that's really what i wanted to talk about this episode and uh hopefully it wasn't that crazy and chaotic of an episode because i know it's like you know it's barely over an hour but we i think we said a lot in this small amount of there's time there's a lot to cover i mean yeah yeah um before we close out, did you have anything, any comments on it at all or any specific words for it, really? Uh, not really, besides, you know, like, I, you know, this is why I think indie comics tend to shine more as you get older. Um, it's one of those things, like, you feel the burnout, you want to save money, you start to enjoy creators, not characters, and... You look for more originality. You want to support creative teams because, you know, they get more money from independent books. So I think this is a perfect example as to why you would lean towards independent books more often. Um, and I don't think that's a bad thing because the characters sell themselves. I'm not worried about the money DC or Marvel is going to make. They have WB and Disney backing them. If I want to read these amazing stories, I feel like supporting the creative teams is essential and seeing their imagination run wild is even better and don't get me wrong their superhero stuff is just as important but they have full creative control with their other stories and so i think that's something to take from this and as far as dc i know that like we complained a lot and all that but we're still going to be the source of the problem because we're still going to buy these books i'm still buying like three batman books as we currently talk or and know. i'm buying more than that so you know, maybe in, until we speak with our wallets, I think the problem is going to persist. And it's not just you and I, but like 
the fan base as a whole. Yeah, it's it's just like the whole thing of like, yeah, it's every penny counts, but at the same time, we're still pennies and probably a pile of a billion dollars. <laughs> I mean, Batman alone is literally a multi-billion dollar character. Yeah, and not to mention too, like I, I you know what I completely forgot about? Hmm. AT&T isn't even DC anymore. It's freaking Discovery now. Oh yeah, they sold it to Discovery, right? Yeah. So is that what I it is? I think so. So, uh, oh shit, you know what's going to happen, dude? We already have Bigsby Wolf, we have Scooby-Doo with Batman, we're going to get fucking Guy Fieri and Batman. He's like, listen, Batman, you know we need the cook. Fuck. <laughs> like, it's just going to be some random discovery Let me shit. see. Now. I'm pretty sure. I feel like I did a whole thing on that, but. Oh, no, they merged. They mer- Wait, AT&T merged with Discovery or Warner Brothers merged? AT&T Discovery? is merging as Warner Media Asset with Discovery's HBO Max plot to take on Netflix and Disney Plus got a lot twistier. Yeah, it's going to be some weird hybrid title. Apparently, like no one knows what it's going to cost, but they spent $43 billion to acquire Discovery. To acquire Discovery or Discovery bought Warner Brothers? AT&T shareholders will own 71% of the new company. So it's a merger with the shareholders investing more into Discover, so they essentially own it through investments. Oh, okay. Interesting. And I'm, I'm assuming then it kind of separated AT&T from Warner Brothers just to have that focused on the merger, its own little... The merger is expected to finally close mid-2022, so we could see a shift. Okay. Mid-2020. Okay, so it would be post... It would be like around May. Wait, then. did it? Didn't Oprah own Discovery? I thought she owned Oprah. Yeah, she turned Discovery. Didn't, didn't she have her own network? It was like yeah, she, that's, I thought that's what she turned Discovery into. I don't think so. Oh, no, never mind. I thought there was something like that. Like, I don't, I don't know if she's that powerful. <laughs> Harpo she owns Harpo Productions and the Oprah Winfrey Network, yeah. Which was on Discovery. Or something like yes. that. I don't know. Anyways, think, yeah, so we'll see because this is gonna shift things entirely. Yeah, and we'll see exactly what happens when that eventually occurs, but you know, what what does that mean? Another reboot? <laughs> What's the worst that can happen, right, guys? The Discovery Channel uh, documentaries with the voice of Batman. Guy Fieri's uh, Tastes of DC. The Guy Fieri Batman crossover. That we've always wanted. Obviously. Listen, have you tried cooking for your villains, Batman? Be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but, alright. That's been the... Uh, I think we've exhausted everything we could into this. Uh, thank you guys for listening to this I guess unorthodox episode compared to what we've done before. And it doesn't stop here because uh, next month we have our full on episode covering DC fandom. So that'll be oh more boy. like, uh, Oh, what are the, what, what have they shown with the movies and the TV and maybe, maybe comics. I don't know. We'll talk about comics. We'll see comics last time barely we, being even talked last about. time. It was like, what just John Ridley, Batman and milestone comics. Where Honestly. Jim Lee was just everywhere. Yeah, Jim Lee's like, let me rate how you drew. It's not good. I'm Jim Lee. <laughs> like, I'm, oh, Jim okay, Lee. Cool. <laughs> I'm Jim Lee. I'm Jim Lee. Yeah, I'm pretty, sh- I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot more Jim Lee. Maybe not as much as last time since it's only one day in t- instead of two. But we'll definitely see what happens there. 
but oh boy fandom buy t-shirts guys right that's what that's what you're supposed to do is buy t-shirts i think that's what you do <laughs> yeah but brandon where can people find you social media uh <laughs> what was i gonna say i was like social media yeah. handle sorry social media handles jiggity jones that's twitter instagram and all you can also find me as co-host on Apollo City Comics Podcast, everything comic book related, with uh, where Kamran is usually our co- uh, almost co-host, there almost sometimes. like guest I'm feature, however you want to look at it, with uh, my co-host Brandon. And you can also find me at thirdplanet.news, where I work with Danny on, I guess, everything pop culture related. I'm recently putting up a movie review on there, and we're going to get a new podcast episode about what we're playing. So make sure to check that out. Uh, besides that, that's pretty much where I'm at. Cool. And of course, you're already listening here at Super Side Talk, which uh, if you don't listen to the other shows, uh, we've got Side Talk itself, where James and I, my co-host, uh, who's also on here a lot, talk about uh, games and movies we've played and watched, uh, and usually maybe one or two select news pieces. Uh, we also got Sutra Sidewatch, which uh, his co-host, and now also my co-host, Brandon Blockstorf, we talk about... Uh, movies every other week usually with a specific theme which halloween we've got uh or october will be all vampires and if you check back for september it's all mel brooks themed and of course up to it down to it where we recently had an episode about cons and we'll probably have something out for september i'm not sure what it is yet and then something spooky for october but uh yeah that's coming soon uh with that said of course you can find sutra side talk on twitter instagram at sutra side talk and on tiktok at Sutra Side Attack on one word. And of course, you can follow me at GoGoComzilla. Uh, with that said, though, we'll catch you guys next month for DC Fandom. See you later. Oh, boy. Peace out.